For this command is a lamp. This teaching is a light, and correction and instruction are the way to life. Proverbs 6:23. Join Bishop Patrick Bruce of the Lighthouse Chapel International Bantama as he brings you the pure, unadulterated Word of God. This teaching is anointed, practical, down to earth, and full of wisdom, and will refresh, energize, and bring healing to your body and soul. Listen to the Word of God. Hallelujah. What a nice church. <laughs> Let us pray. Father, thank you so very, very much for every occasion, every opportunity we have to share fellowship as believers, as Christians, as brothers in this family. Tonight is no exception. My prayer is tonight will be a time for us to know more about what you want us to be, who you've called us to be, what, what you want us to do for you in our lifetime. Let the blessings of Jehovah, the all-sufficient one, the supplier, be our portion. Thank you so much. In Jesus' name. And all the saints said, amen. amen. God bless you. You may be seated. <laughs> Hallelujah. What a blessing to be here this evening and I'm so happy to see so many pastors here what a shock but it's a nice shock and a nice surprise clap for the pastors it's, a, it's nice one of the one of the lessons we forget sometimes is how few we are um, how there's a there's a there's a misconception that we are a lot. It's not true. We are very few. If you like, go to a doom or go to anywhere and then talk to people, you'll find that we are a minority. You know. So every time you see a number of your kind, it's very encouraging. And tonight is a very good example of an encouraging number of my kind. And that is why I'm so happy that this month of February, we are using one of the exciting books of Prophet. Prophet, he said something once that his book titles, they are Jesus' words. Many of his books are Jesus' words. And that is why they are, they, they, the, the message of the book is already clear. When you pick up the book, now you see that, hey, this is what the book is saying. Tonight's book is, Am I Good for Nothing? <laughs> what a question. <laughs> Am I good for nothing? You know. And um, one of the points I'll make tonight is that uh, we, we seldom ask ourselves real questions. Is that, is that doesn't make sense. Seldom, not often, we seldom ask ourselves real questions. We generally excuse ourselves. When is a prayer meeting? 
4 a.m. and you oversleep and you wake up at 5, you say, oh, it's not, it's not anything. I just wake up and I join. If you were the pastor and your members overslept, you'd be blasting them. True or not true? Yeah. When it's time to pay tithes and for some reason you are unable to pay on the day, you just say that, oh, I know I'll pay. But if your member who you are counting on doesn't pay, you ask him why, are you backsliding? What is So, things that we might demand of somebody else, we don't demand of ourselves. We don't ask ourselves certain questions. And that is why this question here, um, am I good for nothing? It's a question. It's not what the Bible says. This is not the the, the quotation from the scripture. Let's read Matthew chapter 5. Ye are the salt. Are, are we there? 5 verse 13. Ye are the salt of the earth. But if the salt have lost his savor, wherewith shall it be salted? It means you can't salt salt. You understand? If soup doesn't have salt, you add salt to make it tasty. If you have bought um, Kobe, Kobe, and there's no salt, is it possible? Kobe is salted fish, so there's always salt. Okay, what beef? And there's no salt. You can salt it and make it work. So most things that, when they are lacking salt, you can add salt to make them salty. But when salt itself is lacking salt, you can't add salt. You know, you can't salt salt. You're just diluting it. It is hence, thenceforth, good for nothing. But to be cast, are, are you listening to me? But to be cast out and to be trodden underfoot of men. Amen. Amen. Then he says, ye are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hid. And so, um, salt, now light. Neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel, but on a candlestick. And it gives light unto all that are in the house. Then he says, let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your father which is in heaven. Hallelujah. So, um, one of the key things is that our deeds... Our works, what it says here, our works are aimed at glorifying the Father. I tell young people, okay, that when you are going to do a wedding, young people, don't be deceived about the wedding. The wedding is not for you, it's for your parents. It's for your parents. It is a father's glory. To walk down with his daughter and come pam 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 pam. Look, left you alone, go and sign and go and marry. But and that is why traditionally the wedding is done in the parents' church. 
not your church. If your parents are strong in their church, they will insist, do it in our church. But because many parents these days have agreed that our children have become charismatics, Pentecostals, so they, are, they have become, they rather come to our churches. It wasn't so long. I didn't marry in my wife's church. I married in her parents' church. Yeah. And you, the father, it is your, you have come to show the whole world that you are a good father. It's to, it's to your glory. Amen? And so what we do is to the glory of God. One day, a certain father, a certain man, not a man, a certain young, young man went to his father with his report card. He had AAAA or something. But his father was, at that time, very broke. At the time, the boy came. So when he gave the report card to his father, father took it and said, what is this? What is this? And threw it away. You know, and then he went and landed on the floor somewhere. And then the boy too was, some boys are not easy. He too left it there and went away. So we all went away. Then he went and he too went. And then he said, you know, my father doesn't respect my effort. He didn't. And he was angry. And he went away. His mother said, relax. There's tension in the house. But the boy was very stubborn. I hope he, none of it, not that boy is not here. His classmates are not here. But he, he went away. I think a few days later, as this guy was walking in the area, his father's friend called him and said, Hey, where are you, Pa? Then he said, what, what have I done? He said, Oh, your father came to your beer bar. Hold your report card. <laughs> Everybody, come and see, come and see my son. Everybody saw your report card in the beer bar. Everybody, come and see my son. Hey, 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 where is your son's report card? <laughs> So it is the father's glory that the son has done well. Do you understand? So what we do is to the father's glory. And that is why you should be mindful that what, let your light so, are you listening to me? Let your, no, are are you understanding the point I'm making? Let your light so shine. Let people see you as, when they ask you, are you a Christian? They say, yeah, yeah, I'm a Christian. They say, yeah, it's nice. It's nice. What church do you go to? Say, well, I go to Lighthouse. It's a good church. Let people see you and give glory to God. What does Paul say in Second uh, Corinthians? That your gifts has resulted in thanksgiving to God. Uh, I don't know. I think it's chapter 9 or something. That your giving has resulted in thanksgiving. So what you did has made men thank God. Yeah. So, so what we are doing, it should be, we should be mindful. I, I hope you are very, very quiet. I'm not preaching well tonight. So. Yeah. So what you do, we should be mindful that when we have done what we are doing, they will say, God is good. That it will, they will see your good works and glorify God, not you. They will see your good works and that through your good works, God will get glory. Hallelujah. Is it a good idea? It's a good idea. Beautiful. 
And, and that is what brings us to, am I good for nothing? Am I good for nothing? Because it says that there, if salt, you are, you are light. And let the light shine. Okay. And so you are salt. They are all, all metaphors. What's the metaphor? All of you didn't. You're all quiet. I just. I don't know what they are doing in the church these days. A metaphor is a description of something by something to show something. (laughs) Yes. So, you are light. Though you are not like a human being, but you are light in a certain regard. In the same way, you are salt. And salt has its, its, its functions in the earth. It preserves, it uh, cleanses, it has many uses. Okay. You are salt. Now, if salt has lost its taste, it is no longer useful. Because it is the saltiness that makes it valuable. Do you know that the word salary comes from salt? The word salary, because in the olden times, in the Middle East, they used to pay them with a piece, with, with a small bag of salt. That was the medium of exchange. It was so valuable. Salt was so valuable that it was the medium of exchange. So they will give everybody salt, and you can take it to town and trade it for anything. Everybody wants salt. Uh, you didn't know. These are art students, you don't know. <laughs> So, it says that if salt has lost its taste, it becomes good for nothing. Because the value of the salt is the taste. And the effect that the salt has on, on various, various um, aspects of the things it comes into contact with. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So, tonight, there's the first sentence in this book. In the teaching about salt, Jesus asked a soul-searching question. Are you good for nothing? Are you worthless to God? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That is, tonight is just a very short night just to introduce this book. We have four weeks to go through this book properly in our services, whereby we'll be discussing to understand more how salt is significant and um, how salt cannot be replaced. It cannot be replaced. And how salt is, without salt, many things would spoil and many things would not work. It's amazing how salt is used in many, many parts of our lives. That has been aware of it. You know, so salt is very useful. Amen. Amen. Salt is very, is very important. That, it is so important that it was once more than gold. It was used as the medium of exchange. And then Jesus is asking, it is possible... For what he's saying, 
it is possible that there is salt that has lost its savor, has lost its taste. It's possible. Because some salt is very salty, some salt is not very salty. There are some salt that you have to add a lot more to get the salty taste. Some are very, very sharp. And he's asking a soul-searching question. It, I, I want, you see, I want you, I wish we had mirrors for everybody. So you take your mirror, or take your phone and do a mirror, and then self, uh, a selfie, and look at the person in the picture. And ask that person, that person a question. Are you useful to God? And, and don't answer yes. Because it may not be yes. That's the whole essence. By the time we are done, my prayer is everybody would have gone through a process of checking whether you are useful to God or not. And don't say, have you never watched um, a football match where a player didn't play well? What happened? He was substituted. Then, normally you play, but today you're not playing well. And the coach said, Charlie, even though you have a reputation for playing well, today, dear, your stars are not shining. Come, come, come out. Come and sit down. On that day, you are good for nothing. You are not good enough to feature on the field of play. So, Jesus asked a soul-searching question. Am I good for nothing? Are you good for nothing? Are you worthless to God? Hallelujah. It means that some people are worthless. Are worth, I hope you are not disappointed or angry. Some people are worthless to God. Hallelujah. Matthew chapter 25 and verse 13. Verse 14. For the kingdom of heaven is as a man traveling into a far country who called his own servants and delivered unto them his goods. Unto one he gave five talents, to another two, and to another one, to every man according to his several ability. That alone is noteworthy, that he didn't give us all the same ability, but he gave us all different talents. And straightway took his journey, then he that had received the five talents went and traded with the same and made them other five talents. And likewise, he that had received two, he also gained other two. But he, say but he. Yeah, he's the one we are looking for. But he that had received one went and digged in the earth and hid his Lord's money. 
verse 19. After a long time, mark long time, mark long time, after a long time. You see, sometimes you, you, you feel that nobody's keeping time, nobody's watching, nobody's uh, uh, marking their time. Tell somebody it's not true. It's not true. Because it's a long time, I think there's, there's nobody's marking their time. We are marking their time. After a long time, the Lord of those servants cometh and reckoneth with them. And so he that had received five talents came and brought five, other five talents, saying, Lord, thou deliverest unto me five talents. Behold, I have gained beside them five talents more. His Lord said unto him, Well done, thou good and faithful servant. Thou hast been faithful over a few things. I will make thee ruler over many things. Enter thou into the joy of thy Lord. He also that had received two talents came and said, Lord, thou delivered unto me two talents. Behold, I have gained two other talents besides them. His Lord said unto him, Well done, thou good and faithful servant. Thou hast been faithful over a few things. I will make thee ruler over many things. Enter thou into the joy of thy Lord. Then the man again, that man. Then he, which had received the one talent, came and said, Lord, I know thee, that thou art an hard man, reaping where thou hast not sown, and gathering where thou hast not strawed. And I was afraid, and went and hid thy talent in the earth. Lo, there hast thou that is thine. His Lord answered and said unto him, Thou wicked and slothful servant, thou knowest that I reap where I sowed not, and gather where I have not strawed. Thou oughtest therefore to have put my money to the exchanges, and then at my coming I should have received my own with usury. Take therefore the talents from him and give it to him that has ten talents. For unto everyone that has shall be given, and he shall have abundance. But from him that has not shall be taken away even that which he has. And what? And cast ye the unprofitable servants into outer darkness. Which servants? The servant who was given an assignment. It was given an assignment to, okay, um, keep this place, okay? Luke chapter 19. Keep your, just, just, just don't lose this place. Luke chapter 19. And verse 12. A certain nobleman went into... Is it a very similar story, but they have different emphasis, slightly different emphasis. A certain nobleman went into a far country to receive for himself a kingdom and to return. And he called his ten servants, delivered unto them ten pounds, and said unto them, Occupy. Occupy until I come. That is the word I'm looking for this evening. Occupy. Be engaged. Occupy yourself. Don't sit idle. I mean, 
how many parents having come to see our children sitting down doing nothing? Hey, what are you doing? Nothing. Do something. Oh, only my father told me do something. Who else? His father said do something. They are just sitting down like that. I said, ah, yeah, yeah, there. Do something. Don't just sit down. Occupy yourself. Get a book. Read a book. Don't, don't just sit down. Or you are watching TV too much. Don't say, ah, who's your TV still? Hey, sorry, sorry, sorry. Then get up and go, go and do, do something. I don't want to see you sitting down idle like this. Yeah. So the, the beginning is occupy. Hallelujah. Amen. Occupy. Occupy means engage yourself in something. Don't just sit in church. I'm sitting down watching TV. You're watching a service. You're watching a pastor. You're watching a choir. You're... No, 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 no. Do something. That's why it says that men will see thy works and then give glory to the Father. Occupy. Occupy yourself. Amen. Until I come. And we are told that he is gone for a long time. And remember, there was one servant whose master left and was gone for a long time. And while he was gone, he began to eat and drink and beat the other servants. There is a tendency among us when things are delayed or, or, or stretched for a long time, we lose agency. And then we just relax. And then we just... It, it, it's any students, any, very few students, when they go to school, when are exams in March... Charlie, if you could go learn more time for the grasshopper. As long as in March, and we are in January, praise the Lord. Charlie, what are we doing tonight? That's the, requ- that's the request. What are we doing tonight? Let's do something. You came to school to learn. But you have, because of that thing, a long time, a long time, we, we feel that our prime, are you listening to me? Our prime occupation Occupy means occupation. Our prime occupation, we set aside. And the man was gone for a long time. But one day, the long time, no matter how long, it will finish. Yeah. And then the master came. Then he began to check. Check, what have you done while I was gone? This evening, ask your neighbor. If Jesus asks you, are you useful? What will be the answer? No, no, this, 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 just take, take, take your neighbor and ask him. I mean, this is just an introduction. We are going to go into the book. But just, just to let you know what the book is about. Are you useful? And, and, and you see, Ephesians chapter 2, verse 10, it says, we are his workmanship created for good works. Sitting on a chair in a church is not any good works. 
I listen to me. Some, sometimes, I, I'm sure there are some I hear this evening. There are some of us who feel that just coming to church, I've done something. Just coming to church. Pastor, I came. Oh, you're lucky I came. But they will add that you're lucky. But it's in their mind that, oh, tell me about I came. I came, but oh, haven't have you heard that before? But I came to church. You heard it before. Oh, but I came to church because in their mind, coming to church is a work. It's not a work. It's not a work. How can your coming to church be a work? What light shines? Remember that you are a light. What light shines from coming to sit on a chair in the church? Amen. Ask, why did God create you? Why did God leave you alive on this earth when many, for some few, for some many, of your friends, colleagues, and classmates have perished and are no more remembered on earth? It is important to ask yourself this question. Am I good for nothing? So tonight, number one, there are some servants who are good, profitless, not profitable, unprofitable, useless. That's how they are. That's the master's description of such a person. Are you such a person? We'll go into details. And I mean, some of you should raise your hand. You must know straight away. It's true. Some of you are here this evening. I don't know why you're not saying that I'm the one here. I'm the one. I'm the one. Bishop, as you are speaking, if you are the one, raise your hand. You see, don't raise your hand. Don't raise your hand. If, listen to me, we have stopped lying. We are in church. We have stopped lying. If it comes to soul winning, you are useless. You are useless. If it comes to the work of the ministry, soul winning, the reason why Jesus came, Jesus came to destroy the works of the devil. If it comes, and that is why we are made that we should follow in his steps. If that is the marking scheme, the work of the ministry, tell your neighbor you are useless. You are useless. Tell him, you see, one of the sad is that in this world, there's little truth. And, and it's difficult to speak the truth because people like to play with it. But if I play with it, then I've spoiled my ministry, you know. So, the first question this evening is, are, are you, am I good for nothing? Yeah. And it must be a, we should have, we can end now and start a prayer meeting to ask God, Lord, what is, what is the answer? Because many of you, we turn in lies. You have lied. Uh, I'm going to lie one more lie again this evening. That, oh, I'm not too bad. You are useless. I said you are useless. 
I had a meeting recently, some of my people, I was asking them, what is your contribution to church growth? What is your contribution? Ask your neighbor, tap your neighbor, what is your contribution to church growth? And, and, and what did the person say? So ask the person, you are useless. You are useless to church growth. I didn't mean church beautification. Because your beautiful dress on Sunday gives us class. They say, oh, Charlie, it's a fine church. Because when they come and look into the church, they'll see men, dignified men with beards and nice haircuts. When they come, say, oh, yeah, yeah, it's a fine church. Yeah, you are giving us, you are useful in the church beautification. But when it comes to the work of the church, you are useless. What, how many souls have you won? Not, okay, not won. Have you spoken to? How many people have you gone out of your way? You have sat by somebody in a trotro, in a taxi, at the bus station, waiting for somebody. You have sat in a queue. You are useless. Am I good for nothing? Yes. Recently, I went to a funeral just last week. And um, one of my very, very, very good friends, his mom passed. And... As, as, and I went to find his house somewhere in the mountains. Eesh. And when I got there, I haven't seen him for years. He lives in the UK. I, I live here. So we haven't met for years. So I got there after a while. Then, oh, so happy to see me. So happy. We just sat for a while. They said, I'm coming. Hey, I have come from Kumasi to come and see you somewhere on the mountains. He said, I'm coming. Then he got up and went outside. He was gone for about 10 minutes. Then he came back. Then I asked him, where did you go? He said, oh, some young man in the area. That There were two brothers. You know, the elder brother and the younger brother, both of my friends. And the elder brother's house was where we went to. Younger brother lives in the UK. And the elder brother said, there's a young man here. I've spoken to him ah, about church. The guy know they come. Every day I pass by and I'm walking the area. I meet this young boy. Then I talk to him about church. I've spoken. Ah. He doesn't come. He just greets me and everything. He doesn't come. And then when this younger brother came, he's, my, he's older than me, so he's not a young person. <laughs> he's older than me. So when he came and he also went for a walk, and met this guy and preached to him. And the guy asked him, Do you know this man? He said, Yeah, his very brother. I said, ah, he's a good man. And he preached to him. Then he gave his life to Jesus. Then he came to the house to the Bible to go and give to him. He's about 65 or something. You, you, you are useless. You understand? You understand? Look at look at young, fresh, hot blood. You can't go and witness. You can't go and win souls. Your main occupation is to come to church meetings and prayer meetings and come and sit here and enjoy the atmosphere, lift your hands in worship, pray and thank God for his blessings. But the work occupy, the occupation, the work that we have 
to do. You have hidden your one talent in the ground. You have hidden your, your, I mean, excuse me, just to avoid any error. Please forgive me for my false accusations. Have mercy on me. Tap your neighbor and say, he's apologizing. But excuse me, what do you do? He's, maybe he's wrong. You're the wrong person. But excuse me, what do you do? Please tell him, apologize for me. That, oh, I'm sorry, I've, I've come to the wrong person. It's the wrong church. I should have gone to another church. So maybe you're the wrong person. But excuse me, what do you do? I'm just cross-checking. That you're not the useless person he's talking about. I'm cross-checking. Oh, you won't do it. Ask your neighbor, please, what do you do? What do you do towards soul winning? Not church beautification. What do you do towards soul winning? How many, please tap your neighbor, ask him, how many souls are you responsible for coming to church on a given Sunday? How many people can you say I brought to church? Because I remember, I remember once I was watching the flow service and then one of my uh, children, they were just, they just call her up and they ask her, so you, this little girl, this, this morning, how many people did you bring to church? She said, I went to my area to mobilize buses from my area. He said, really? How many buses? A lot of buses. One girl, short girl, not very tall, short. Then ask her, so how many people were in those buses? 250. Yeah. That's what she brought Tap your neighbor. Ask him. Excuse me. The man said he's apologizing for calling us useless. But excuse me. What do you? What? What exactly did you say? I, I, did you say you are doing something? I, I, I forgot what you said you are doing. Please remind me what you. Oh, please talk. Talk to your neighbor and ask him. What do you do? What do you do? You are useless. He he said. Excuse me. Somebody here is useless. I don't know who the person is. Are you the one? <laughs> Somebody, he's, the man is insulting somebody here as useless. But are you good for nothing? And I don't know who it is. I don't think it's me. So I'm checking. Are you the one? And ask about what do you do? Occupy. How are you occupying yourself until the master comes? Amen. It is a soul searching question you must ask yourself because everybody when they ask you few of us will say i'm not handsome everybody will say i'm handsome but you never win a competition (laughs) you never win any competition if you miss front through cry you will win so the truth is that we may have a glorified opinion of ourselves you understand our picture of ourselves is not real. It is glorified. It is a bit better than real. Yeah. And that is why not many of us have a realistic picture of ourselves. That is why Bishop says a soul-searching question. It means that you must reflect and honestly think about it and be honest and true to yourself and wonder, am I useful? To this to life to the master 
do my works bring glory to God? I don't know whether you understand what I'm talking about. I don't know whether I'm talking to anybody here. Are you useful? Amen. Amen. The You see, the reason why I'm asking whether you are useful or not, whether you are profitable or not, is because that unprofitable servant, uh, Matthew 25, verse 30. Cast ye the unprofitable servants where into outer darkness there shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. It's not it's not a simple question that is like a oh this question there is a class one question. It's a very important question. It's a very important question because this exam, if you fail it. Look at the consequence. If you fail, say, oh, I'm still going to heaven. I'm, I don't know where outer darkness is. They say it's outer heaven or inner hell. I don't know where it is. But I know one thing. It's not a good place. I, some say outer darkness is the outer realms of heaven. Where you are far from the throne. Though you are in heaven, you are born again. Like those who were saved as though passing through fire. So like you are also saved. But you pass through fire. But you are in heaven. If you are happy, you will be weeping and gnashing your teeth. That alone tells me that I don't want to be there. If it's heaven and it's weeping, I don't want to be there. I want to be in the heaven where there's happiness. That's the heaven I want. Where there's happiness. Not the heaven where there's weeping outside. I don't know. It could be. Maybe there's no fire, but there's no happiness too. I don't know. But that's the consequence of not being useful to the master. Amen. I I don't know whether I'm I'm saying the story well. A certain man, Luke 10. A certain man went down from Jerusalem to Jericho, verse 30, and fell among thieves, which stripped him of his raiment and wounded him and departed, leaving him half dead. He was wounded, robbed, and half dead. And by chance, he was lying down suffering. And by chance, there came down a certain priest that way. And when he saw him, he passed by on the other side. And likewise, a Levite, when he was at the place, came and looked on him and passed by on the other side. As far as the man was concerned, these two men were useless. They didn't help him one little bit 
and his pain and his toil. The man who was half dead, robbed, beaten, wounded, and half dead, lying down on the road. These two men who passed him by, what use were they to him? What use? What profit did he? But there came a Samaritan, a despised man, a lower caste person who was passing by. And this man stopped, got down off his donkey, put him on his donkey and carried him to a, 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 a hospital, a clinic or a chip center. I don't know. And had him bound up and said, ah, which, who was of more help to the, the, the robbed man? The Samaritan. And the other two, they were useless. Yeah. Tonight, I'm just starting by asking you, are you useful to the Lord? A certain man's field brought forth much fruit. And he said, what will I do with my harvest? Ah, I know what I'll do. I will tear down my barns. And build bigger barns and store all my fruit. Then I'll say, I have much goods laid up for the future. So take your ease, rest. What did God say? Thou fool. Fool. All All those things, and they're asking, all those things, whose will they be? They are, it's of no benefit. Tonight, ask your neighbor, excuse me, please, I'm sorry. The man is insulting somebody here. Per chance, what are you, please tap your neighbor, ask him, what are you doing? What are you doing to bring glory to their master? I fear, I fear that many of us will be surprised on the judgment day. I I really worry that many of us, maybe even myself, because I I always say, we don't know the marking scheme. Maybe even myself, I mean, because because sometimes you think you are preaching, but maybe they're all sleeping in their head. Yeah, maybe you are preaching, they all look out the window. They're not becoming born again. But at least I'm trying. I'll get marks for trying. Attempt all questions. I attempted a question. You, you didn't attempt the question. You came to the exam and put your head down and slept. Oh, you have no head. Oh, one of somebody. <laughs> As somebody who learnt all night for an exam paper. The next morning in the room, his eye could be open. <laughs> his eye could be open. When he came, he was writing up for that way I slept. <laughs> hey, he was writing, no, he has slept. I tell you, it wasn't easy at all. Did you pass? No, tonight, tonight. Are you, are you, are you, am I good for nothing? It is when you don't work towards the work of the ministry, you are good for nothing. 
when you have a talent, a talent, we're going to, we have, we have four weeks, we have more time. When you, when you have a talent, there are some of us sitting down here, you are a better organizer, you are a better singer, you are more skilled at doing certain things, you could be an A1 usher, when the people, you are, some ushers are not, are they here, they're not here, they're here, some ushers are not wise. They, they don't know. They just stand there. You must tell them, stand here. Don't stand here. Stand here. You, you are, are telling him what to do all the time. And he will do it. But there are other ashes who automatically know how they can sit uh, about to fall. Then they come. I can sit at home. Then the man called Montale, we need cloth. Some can think. Not all. Some can think and can imagine what is going to happen next. Some I should stand here. I'm standing here. Waiting for instructions. And some of us sitting here may be a better usher than many we have. But you won't do it. But you won't do it. There may be a choir sitting here that if they sing, our singers will run away from the church. Yeah. If they lift their voice to sing, our singers will begin to cough and say, I've lost my truth. <laughs> I can't sing again because you are here. But you are sitting down. Am I good for nothing? And you know it in your head. Because you can analyze things as you sit down. You can say, she's off key. is off key. Look, most of us don't know off key, on key. Most of us don't know off key. or We don't know what is wrong. Something is wrong. We can't say what it is. The song, no fine, white. I don't know what it is. But we don't know that it's off key. Okay, which key? Now you don't know. We don't know the keys. There are some of you who are here, you have been called to pray. You have been called to pray. But you don't lead anybody in prayer. You don't. There are some people who are naturally shy. Shy. Ah, that when they see their shadow, excuse me, they are shy. But there are others too who are itro. They don't fear who. Nobody can intimidate them. A man with a big beard and so what? Let's go and preach to him. I have a beard and so what? I have a beard. I also don't have a beard and so what? And the man said, uh, excuse me, please. I want to talk to you. They, they have boldness. Yeah. There, there are some, you see, some people, uh, to preach to them is like a debating society. They are, they are talking back. And you are not able to answer back because after a while you are not sure, hey, but there are some, they don't know anything, but they can talk and say, you have taken that gift and buried it in the ground. I always say that sometimes the best pastors are sitting in the church. They don't want trouble. Oh yeah. Sometimes the best pastors are sitting in the church. 
They know they know they come. They don't God has called them. I mean, there are people here God has called. They know they are called, but they are sitting here. And as, they are, as we are talking about all the callings, you say, hmm. They, they, they know. Hmm. Was it was it yesterday or a, a man someone was telling me that pray that when you are sixty. You won't call your son. God, come here. I didn't come. Please go for me. I know a man. A man. A certain man. He's, that man, I think he's lucky. He's lucky. Because he called his son and pushed him to go into the ministry. But by grace, the boy liked it. So he went into the ministry. But the father was sending him into the ministry because he, God called him. I didn't come. And when he was old, he says, hmm, Bishop, I should have gone. Oh, but my son has gone for me. You see, you see? No, 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 no. There are some here. Jesus Jesus asked a soul-searching question. Are you good for nothing? Are you worthless to God? Salt that has lost its sever, wherewith shall it be salted? Salt that doesn't work. Salt that doesn't work. It's not achieving, occupy until I come, and then you are asleep bury the talent in the ground or gone away and not doing the work. Asleep. Left for a season. Yeah. Good for nothing. Good for nothing. I'm sorry that some of us who are here are good for nothing. I'm sorry. Sorry. I, I, I don't tap your neighbor and say, oh, Charlie, it's okay. Why? Don't mind them. <laughs> tap your neighbor. It's okay. The reason why I'm saying it's okay is that we sit up. Acknowledge that. You see, it's a question. Am I good for nothing? It's a question. Ask yourself, am I good for nothing? If you are not, then praise the Lord. Keep going. Bring your two talents or your five talents that you have earned more. That is the criteria. Oh, oh you didn't know that. The criteria for not being profit unprofitable is that I brought fruits. That is the marking scheme. I brought something that the master was looking for. That is what it is. So when you have brought nothing, I, I didn't lose any. No, no, no. I hid it in the ground. Here am I. No problem. But that's not profitable. That's not what we are looking for. If you brought nothing, I brought nothing to the, to the pots. Even when we are going to soak when we are in secondary school, we say NCNC. Yeah. 
and say, well, I want to eat some. No, no, it's not hunger. No, no, it's not hunger that will tell me who is eating. <laughs> I'm not hungry, but I've contributed. I will eat. You are very hungry, but you don't have anything. Sorry. Sorry. Hallelujah. Are you here tonight? I want you to spend, it's almost 8 o'clock, our time is up. Why don't you just spend five minutes soul-searching? Am I good for nothing? Am I useless to the master? What is my contribution towards the growth of the church? I, I, brought, I bring myself, I bring one, at least I come. The man who was called useless also brought one. The man who was called unprofitable, who was sent to outer darkness where there's weeping and gnashing of teeth. He also brought one. He also brought one. Thank you. In, in court, you say, oh, I rest my case. You brought one, he brought one. That's all. Con- compare and contrast and see your classmates and see where he ended and see where you are going. I brought one. He brought one. I brought myself. That was one. Beautiful. Well done. You brought one. Yes. He also brought one. But he received harsh, wicked, and slothful servants. Tonight, just pray for yourself. One minute. Shabbatayah. Are you useful? Am I useful to God? Am I useful? Am I, am I useless? Stop. Maybe, maybe the, the question is, what use am I? That may be a better question. What use am I? What am I doing for God? What am I doing? What, am, what is my contribution to God for God? You know, I, I hope you are listening to me. And, and you see, sometimes when we say, shall we pray? Then Christians, you start praying without thinking about what we are praying about. Sometimes it's good not to pray in tongues. And they pray your understanding. Oh God, am I useful? God, do you like me? Am I working for you, oh God? Am I profitable? If I'm not there, will the match go on or they'll stop and look for me? Tonight, just five minutes. It's the beginning of the season. We'll just be here for a couple of weeks. But just, am I useful to God? Am I helpful? Does anything depend on me? Am I... Who, how many souls have I brought to the kingdom? Who have I spoken to? Who have I tried? Maybe I'm shy. No, no, no. Even shy men can find wives. Who have I tried to lead to Christ? What is my contribution to? Am I, am I busy like the fool? Building, building a, 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 a huge barn. That's not what the, that's not what the master is looking for. No, no, no. I'm not looking for anything. I'm looking for my talents that I gave you. Bring back more souls. Bring back more souls. Jesus came to die to seek and to save the lost. He didn't come to to, to do anything else. Tonight, just two more minutes, just a short service, just starting something and go and start thinking. It's more, it could be a good time to pray. Lord, am I useful? Am I useful? What is my use? Am I helpful? Am I, do you need me, oh God? If I'm not there, will anybody suffer? What am I doing for you? Am I important? Does anybody count on me? Does anybody depend on me? Does my car mean anything to the church of God? 
Does my house mean anything? Some people, their phones are a phone that people come and watch messages for. Some people, their car are a church bus. Some people, their homes are a percentage meeting place. What is your use? What is your use? You yourself, your house, your property, your knowledge, your skills, your talent, your money, all that you have, what has it benefited the church of Jesus Christ? This evening, just five minutes more, just pray, oh God, am I useful? Am I useful? Ah, maybe I have money. I sponsor, I bus them, I pay for all the buses. All those who came, that full bus, I paid for it. I brought them indirectly. That house, meeting place, come to my house, meet under my roof. My light bill, I will pay. Water bill, I will pay. I will support you. You are going to, I, I, I am working to, but you, as you are here, what is your use? Am I profitable to the king? How many depend on me? To come to Christ. How many souls am I responsible for? What have I done that somebody will know Jesus? This evening, just, just is a Jesus was asking a soul-searching question. Just pray. Well, so one minute, one minute. I have about two more minutes. Just pray. Shabakataya. Oh God, what is my life? What is my use? What is my benefits? How many people have I saved? Have I affected? Lord, is there anybody I can say? I led him to Christ. Is there anybody I can say I discipled? Anybody I can say I, I brought him along. This person in church, I brought him here. That couple, I counseled them. I, is there anybody, anything you can point to and say I did it? This is my contribution to the house of God. This is my role. This is my, my help. If there's nothing, I pray that you don't wake up one day and find yourself the unprofitable servants. In outer darkness, weeping and gnashing of teeth. Shabakataya. Just, just talk to God for a minute. I, I, I want us to start a, 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 a time of deep reflection, soul searching. As you are going today, don't be in there. Should be no boisterous, happy. You are asking. You, are, you should be worried. Hey, hey, what, what am I? What am I? Am I useful? Am I profitable? Who is judging? If I judge. My judgment is nothing. No, but another judges. Another judges. And the true judge is the Holy Spirit. The true judge is the Holy Spirit. I'll pray. Pray tonight. Pray tonight. Oh God. Pray tonight. Yes. I'm asking myself Am I useful? Am I helpful? Am I correct? Am I good? Does God like me am i helping him is what i'm doing does it please him is he happy with me oh god oh god as for me myself i think i've passed but lord have i really passed if you judge me oh god what will it give me just tonight just talk to your god look into look at look at yourself and just pray that oh what am I? What have I done? What am I doing? Hallelujah. Tonight, just, just let tonight be the beginning of a season of, of introspection that we are searching ourselves. And if tonight you get your answer, don't delay. 
don't delay at once remove yourself from the useless squad and begin to work for God let let this season be a season of of work shabakataya let it be a time when every one of us every one of us becomes a soul winner nobody will cross your path and go free nobody will sit by you in a trotro and you ask him as you are walking you have tracts or little books or small little uh, 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 things to give away in your pocket in your breast pocket to say mister have this read it it's very good for you attract some kind of small booklet that I can use to start a conversation and I can talk about Jesus to people ah, even to learn scripture just to come and use it to, to preach about Jesus to learn one scripture and tell the man something but Lord let nobody live here in a continued deception about their usefulness to you but let us see ourselves as you see us and, and help us oh God help us to escape uselessness help us to run away from this position in Jesus name in Jesus name I want us to let this evening be the start of a season of self-searching I want us to stop deceiving ourselves to say I'm okay and begin to wonder whether I am okay he that thinks he stand take heed lest he fall those who say that it is well I am rich I am uh, uh, okay then he says be careful you are the same person but because poor wretched blind and naked I have need of nothing no that's what you are let let us really decide that this book is going to be our deliverance hope you listen to me this book will be our deliverance from Matthew 25 30 being cast out into this book it's gonna save us this small book is going to make us salt that is salty and light that is shining to the glory of God this book no 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 this no, you just take your time this book will be, make us because you've done your quiet time ma, you don't understand what it says you just do it routinely and go away it's not that it's what I do but that is not the work the quiet time is to prepare you for the work is to help you have answers to give them when they ask you a question it's not that you're getting knowledge in your head to keep it there to do quiet time and not to go out and do evangelism is a waste of quiet time it's to equip you for the work of the ministry which you're not doing why do you have a degree and then you're going to make kelewili kelewili you don't need to make degree just go to your mother's house and get plantain and cut and fry it you don't need to go to school to make wachi just go and sit at the market you can learn from the woman's who are there you don't need all these things but when you have you want to work for god then you need these things when you have these things and you don't work it's useless father may we not be useless deliver us from uselessness 
Let anyone who is qualifying now as he useless be woken up from his slumber. Stand up and sent out. Give us, oh God, a great zeal to go out and make amends while we have life and strength. Give us, oh God, a desire to have the mind of Christ that we are really zealous that none perish, that all men come to know Jesus. Let us have Paul's great zeal to keep going, even in the face of great adversity, to save, by all means, save some. And Lord, let us have that strong inspiration to please the master. I pray that this season marks the turning point in our lives. We shall never be useless again. Every man here shall be a soul winner. Every single person here will be wild, active, burning fire, burning fire, going out, not resting, not resting. One day, a certain man was lying in his bed. He was dying. His father was dying and he was there with him, a certain evangelist. As the old man was lying in his bed, then suddenly the old man opened his eyes. An old man in his bed, deathbed, opened his eyes. Then he said, then he called his son. Come, Julia, come. Then he told him, one more soul. One more soul. He was getting out of bed. He said, father, you are weak, lie down. Man said, no. An old man trying to die. He called his son, one more soul. One more soul. Let's go out and do one more soul. The guy said, father, you are too weak, you can't go. He said, okay, you go for me. One more soul. He sent his son, go out on the street, anywhere. One more soul. Look at you. You walk past souls, but you don't have any desire. Am I, where's my book? Am I good for nothing? I think the answer is yes. I suspect the answer is yes. If I say I think you is is serious, I suspect the answer is yes, you are good for nothing. He said one more soul. He woke up an ailing man, one more soul, trying to get from bed. His son held him down. Daddy, no, you can't go. They said, Okay, you go for me, one more soul. Let it be a season, right? Now that we are going to become all of us one more soul. Oh, when you ask one day I called some somebody and asked him, so how? He said, oh yeah, I do evangelism. I said, great. How's it going? So oh, yeah, every Thursday. I said, every Thursday? Since when do you bath every Thursday? Since when do you eat every Thursday? Or go to work every Thursday? We go, we do it every day. But we have backsliding so much that even every Thursday we like. We have fallen so, so far from being so winners that if you come and say, I do it every Thursday, we say thank you. Because most do nothing at all. Ask your neighbor, all the last time you went for evangelism on your own. Type your neighbor, ask him, all the last time. Please, I'm closing. I'm, it's eight, past eight. When was the last time you went for evangelism on your own? When? Say every Thursday. I will praise the Lord if I hear every Thursday. I'll be so, I'll go on my knees and say, Lord, thank you. Every Thursday, I'm so happy. I'm so happy. I won't hear every Thursday. I won't hear every Tuesday or every I won't hear anything like that. 
Not even every Saturday. I won't hear it. I will see a a smile. I say, oh, you know, we go when we can. When we can. You don't go. Am I good for nothing? I pray not. Father, deliver us from nothingness. Deliver us from wasted lives. Deliver us from useless acquisition of property. Useless earthly material things that don't help. Deliver us from being people who have gained much on earth and lost everything in heaven. And help us to be really useful to your kingdom. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. In Jesus' name. Amen. When he ran to me, he took me in his arms, held my head to his chest, said my son's come home. We believe the word of God has come through to you. Join us at the Lighthouse Chapel International Bantama behind the Confidence Eating Place. Listen every Sunday at 9.30 a.m. and 6 p.m. every Tuesday. Stay blessed. He called me back.